0: Welcome back to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast. I'm your host, Julie Michelson, and I'm so excited you're here. Today, we are talking with Amy Carlson. Amy is the Toxin Terminator. She's the host of the Toxin Terminator podcast, a best-selling author, a certified toxicity and detox specialist, and a featured guest expert on numerous podcasts and summits, Amy has spent the last seven years removing hidden toxins from her own home to be free of chronic disease and has helped hundreds do the same. Through her podcast, she's had access to some of the top doctors, healers, experts, and industry leaders in the natural health and wellness field. Amy's passion is giving hope to those who are still suffering, getting no relief from traditional medicine, and ready to take control by detoxing and cleansing their health and their environment. Welcome, Amy. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm dying to find out how you became the Toxin Terminator. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: You bet. So my entire adult life, I suffered from a lot of different chronic diseases. Number one, I had hormones that were all over the place. I had a lot of reproductive issues happening. I was diagnosed in menopause at the age of 36. I had a partial hysterectomy at the age of 37. Now, mind you, most women enter menopause at 47. That's the average age uh, that we enter menopause. I had periods that sometimes I just didn't even want to leave the house because I didn't think that I was going to be able to plug the dam, so to speak, right? Lots of issues going on, lots of cramping, just not a pleasant experience. I had headaches every single day of my entire adult life. Mm. Uh, not a day that went by. And I attribute it to being in a high stress job. Now, what a lot of people don't understand or know about me is that I was the only 100% female automotive franchise in North America for 30 years. Wow! I worked on cars for a living. (laughs) That's what I did. And I had five service centers in the state of Iowa, I employed 1000s of people. And so this was High stress. Everything that was happening to me physically, the doctors would always say it's stress, but that's all they said. They say, do this, do that, you know, anything like that. In fact, I would have, well, with the headaches, I also started getting migraines later on and the migraines would put me out. I would get them a couple of times a month to start with, and then they became more frequent. And towards the end, I lost vision on the left side. It was completely gone oh, wow. um, from the migraine headaches. But where was I beforehand? You know, they don't tell you your your job is high stress, right? Or, you know, they are they tell you that, but they don't tell you what to do about it. Right. Other than let me get my prescription pad out and mm-hmm. let me write you a prescription, which I did. I took the prescriptions and that only caused more problems with my body than what was already going on. I was literally hopping from doctor to doctor to doctor, trying desperately to have energy, trying desperately to sleep, trying desperately to feel like I wasn't crawling out of my skin. And I just, you know, Oh, I was going to talk about the high stress causing things to go on. Sometimes things aren't that chronic disease, right? They're just bizarre things that happen. And so one time I woke up in the morning and you couldn't even tell I had a jawline. My entire side of my face was ballooned up. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? I had an abscess. They literally had to do surgery, cut open my face, stick tubes in that I had to go back daily to have changed out and all this drainage happening. Again, you have an abscess. Well, why do I have an abscess? I don't know. You just do. Another time I woke up in the morning and I had a canker sore, not a big deal, right? Lots of people get canker sores. I had a hundred, a hundred inside my mouth and down my throat. Wow. You know, it's like, what, where is this coming from? So I knew in the automotive world, I was exposed to a lot of toxins. I get that. You know, we have two government agencies that watch over everything that we do. And so I knew the chemicals we worked with, what was coming out of the car, bad stuff, right? Sure. And there's things that we have to do to protect ourselves. But what I didn't know is that the stuff I was using every single day inside my home were also toxic. And Say that I, again, I want to make sure everyone catches that one. The stuff that we use every single day inside our home is toxic. Thank you. It's toxic. And listen, I, I, when I married my husband 17 years ago, we're coming up on an anniversary. He, um, he was into like manifestation and he was into meditation and he was into healthy foods. And I'm like. <laughs> keep that stuff on over there. And then <laughs> I'm just going to keep on doing this whole doctor route because it's working so well. It's
0: so, yes, really treating my body so well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> be You know, because I thought being healthy, you know, or not even being healthy. I just thought if you weren't doing what the doctors told you to do, then you're like one of those hippie guru kind of people that run around singing kumbaya, and you don't shower, and so you stink, and <laughs> have such a—I mean, this false pretense of what it was. But I had this friend that invited me to learn about essential oils, and again, I'm like, no, woo woo, yeah, <laughs> doctors can't heal me. How in the world are your little bottles of whatever you say it is? going to help me out. But I was opened enough to learn. And I, I, I'm grateful today because essential oils were my gateway drug to learning about how the body works. Mm -hmm. And I was able to heal myself, not just because of essential oils, but because of what I learned, I, I, I became the sponge and I just began learning. And the more I learned
0: the matter I got. Mm, I remember that phase. (laughs) Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here in the automotive
1: industry, I've got the OSHA and I have the EPA governing everything I do, everything, even things I don't do. Consumers can bring stuff to me and drop it off in my lot in the dead of night. And now I'm responsible for it. Right. Even what I'm doing. Right. And. Stuff that we use every single day inside our home, yep. one governing body has ever tested the safety of those ingredients. Not one.
0: No. And people have no idea because it makes no sense. Who would even imagine? Like, how could that be? How Okay. Uh, the government. Is- <laughs> They're there to protect us. It's, yeah. It's there for our good.
1: You know, well-being of us and others, right? <laughs> but we can go there if you
0: want. Um, but that's not. <laughs> we don't have that much time today.
1: So this is a long story, and I apologize. But as I learned, you know, there's eighty-six thousand chemicals on the marketplace today, and every year we're adding thousands more. And there isn't anything that's testing it for safety. In fact, our government says prove it's not safe.
0: Right. Rube, it's not. And we may add a little label. We'll still still let people sell it. We'll just stick a little label on it. Yeah.
1: Oh, I wanted to give this a voice. I, you know, if I didn't know this, surely there's a whole lot of other people that don't know this. And I wanted to be able to give this a voice. And so I created the Toxin Terminator podcast because we're terminating toxins. And I just wanted to reach the masses.
0: Well, I for one am so grateful you do what you do. As you know, reducing our toxic exposure is part of you know. We both have our detox specialist certifications, and and is a big part of what I do with all my clients. But I, I joke, I have the certification that you know says I'm a specialist. I'm not a specialist. There's so much information. But it really takes somebody like you, who this is your sole focus. This uh, is my lane. This, this is-, is so your lane. And, and again, this is, I I feel that, you know, people ask, we talk about root causes. I work with autoimmunity. You mm-hmm. know, we talk about chronic illness and, and root causes and, and there's never one root cause. Yep. They're always interwoven and toxic load is a toxic burden is always part of it. It doesn't necessarily matter. It's at the top of the list, but it is definitely there. And it, it's just such an empowering area for people of once they start learning. And again, everybody goes through that phase of they're so angry. They can't believe, you know, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, there's been, I've been using toxins in my tooth. I just had a client say to me, we changed her toothpaste. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, oh my gosh, my toothpaste doesn't burn my mouth anymore. My whole life, my toothpaste has burned my mouth. I thought toothpaste burned everybody's mouth.
1: We normalize Yes. You <laughs> and I have had this conversation before. We have normalize not feeling good. Yes. We yeah. normalize it in in if hear me out with this. Have you ever said to yourself, Well, I'm over 50
0: now? <laughs> Well, right. I haven't, but I hear it all the time, but that's only because I feel better over 50 than I did in my forties and thirties. So
1: how yeah. many people say it's just part of aging? No, my, all my friends are on medications. You know, we have taken, we have no idea what it feels like to feel good as a society. We don't. We no. Have no, idea. no. You, yeah, you know oh. we've been here, we've been in this pain, we've been in this despair, we've been at that place where you're like, but even down in those deepest, darkest despair moments, we are still saying there's got to be an answer. This is not how God intended me to live this life right. here on earth. There has to be something that I can do. And we just didn't stop. We just kept moving forward, trying the next thing and the next thing until we found solutions. And then we get to experience, it's like like on a mountain, right? When we're at the bottom of the mountain, we have this view and we think it's pretty darn good, right? (laughs) It's beautiful out here. I love this. And we start climbing the mountain and we're like, oh, wow. (laughs) Uh Yeah. And we get to the top of the mountain and it's like blow you away.
0: And it, and it never stops getting better. You know, people ask me all the time, well, how long did it take you to heal? And I, I still, to this day, if you ask me today, I I think I couldn't possibly feel better. And again, I know from experience that in six months, I'm going to turn around and be like, wow, I feel even better than I did. It is amazing. So I want to talk a little bit about this idea of chronic disease. And and if you can dive into for the audience a little bit, just kind of, you know, touch on epigenetics and, and why it is that you could have been so sick and now you're so well, and I could have been so sick and now I'm so well. And so let's talk a little bit about chronic illness and epigenetics and, and how we really can take control.
1: So the the philosophy and the science of epigenetics is, is fairly new. It's only been around for, I don't know, 10, 20 years now, maybe. And the pretense, I'm going to make it super, super simple. Okay. <laughs> the pretense is we all have genes. We Everybody's got genes inside their body, right? And why do you know, you get a head cold and I get pneumonia. Why does, you know, you get, you know, the COVID virus and you're hospitalized and I don't. Why do I get cancer and the next person doesn't get cancer? So there, the genes are there for all these things. And I, I mean, cancer, high, high blood pressure,
0: you know. Really any expression. I just was reading a study, of course, about autoimmunity, a, a study about identical twins, right? Yes. So, it's same identical gene pool, and one expresses rheumatoid arthritis and one does not. One expresses, you know, lupus. One does not. So, explain how that's possible.
1: Or do not everybody has these genes inside their body? We have to have a trigger that turns them on. Right? There has to be a trigger that turns them on. What's the trigger? The toxin toxins are the trigger that turn the genes on. And the good news is if we can turn it on, we can turn it off too. You know, and that that is like hallelujah, how empowering is that? So the 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 tra- and we don't know. It might be a multitude of toxins. It might Boy. not be one. Is it mold? Is it heavy metals? Is it a hidden infection? Is it a general toxicity? Is it parabens? Is it sulfates? Is it stress? <laughs> Oh, is it stress um, yes. is it yeah. speaking over our life? You know, are we creating it into existence? Because my mom had such and such, I know I'm going to, right? So who knows? I like to look at it, tell it like this. Our health is a jigsaw puzzle. And in order for us to have, you know, good health and this beautiful health, We have to have all the pieces fit together in all the right places, you know? And so when, when we're looking at, it's never just one cause, right? Know this, it's never just one thing. It's a multitude of things. And so when we're repairing and we're restoring, it's never just one thing either. We have to look at a multiple of things, but like that mountain and the, and the top of the mountain and the beautiful view we have when we come to restoring our health we we can't look at the whole mountain
0: <laughs> right
1: you know look at one piece at a time one little chunk at a time you know so it's not overwhelming and then and and with each little tiny step that we take we're going to have restoration in the body.
0: I love that. I I, I think of epigenetics as, you know, like just switches, like literally like an old school switchboard. Yep. And every little thing, every toxin you remove from your home, every step you take, every food that your body thinks is a toxin that you remove, every thought pattern you change, you know, all of those things, every good night's sleep, start to turn those switches back off and, and allow your gene expression to be that of, of full vitality and health beyond. I always say beyond what I can imagine, you know, people say, Oh, you know, I want to do what you did. I want to get off all my meds and I want to feel amazing. And I'm like, well, let's, let's get you to let's feel amazing. I know we're, you know, I sometimes medication has its place sometimes. And, and, and I always say, I never know how much improvement anybody's going to get, right? I've had people come to me. I had a client come to me at, at seventy-two uh, with seventy years mm-hmm. of an autoimmune expression. So I certainly wasn't going to say, "Oh, I promise you won't have any symptoms." I said, "But I know we can move the needle." And I I say this every time; it's always better than I think it's going to be. It it just the body is designed to heal, and that's why. I'm doing this podcast because so many of us went through a period. So many are out there and don't know they've been told by their doctors. Like you were like, I was, this just is, you just have to live with this. We'll give you meds for the symptoms.
1: I, I don't, um, I, I don't speak badly of the doctors that I saw because they don't know any better. No, they no, they're not taught. To look at root causes, they're not taught to look at lifestyle, they're not taught to look at food, you know, they're not taught that.
0: Um uh, well, you steal know. your mountain analogy because they're they they only see their little section of the path, right? They're you know, I was treated by rheumatologists, they study the 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 problem with or not even the problem, just the fact is they're all trained to specialize in their little compartment of the body. And that's one of the gifts, I believe, uh, functional medicine is okay. functional medicine docs are trained to step back and look at that whole mountain and take into account all of those parts and pieces. Oh, and we are whole bodies.
1: Brain fog? Yes. Have anything to do with the brain? It might have to do
0: with what's going on down here in the gut, right? Yeah, you Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. So now that we've established, you know, big surprise, you believe the body can heal, you've experienced it, you see it all the time. Tell me, you know, help our audience out there, because as you mentioned, there's so many toxins we're exposed to. Give us some nuggets of, you know, what are some of the top toxins, if you will?
1: We're going to break it down to four. Okay. Okay. Yes. And the fourth one is a little... Big, but but we're gonna break it down to four. Fair. Here's the thing when we're overwhelmed, when we think there's too much information coming out at us at once, what do we do? We do nothing. Yeah. Because it's yeah. just too much for the brain to try. Yep. The four worst offenders that we really want to pay attention to are mold, heavy metals, hidden infections and general toxicities. All right. Now I'm going to give you guys a tip in each one of those categories. Would that be okay?
0: Please. Absolutely.
1: Okay. So mold, everybody thinks mold and they think about wet water damage. They think about what, you know, a sink link or a shower leak or a storm damage or something like that. Visible mold they can see. Visible mold that they can see, they don't know about, you know, the stuff that's hidden in here. And that's, that is absolutely can happen. And that absolutely uh, takes place. But I want you to, to go in and look at your food. I want you to look at specifically anything that is grain oriented, anything that is dealing with coffee or nuts. These three types of foods have a lot of mold in them. Oh my gosh,
0: you're giving me Dave Asprey flashbacks from my bulletproof training back in the day. Right,
1: (laughs) But we need, excuse me, we need to look at our food as being an option. So if we we have somebody come in and, and they test our house for mold, we know that the body says we have mold. Right. We've been tested and we've done a, a meta-oxy test or a mycotoxin test or a hair follicle test. And we know the body says we've got some mold toxicity going on here. We need to fix it. And and it comes back and they're like, there is no mold in your home. There is no mold in your workplace there, you know. So, what else can we look at? We have to take a, di- a dive into our food, and this is another reason why it's so so important to know the sourcing of your food and to eat organic as much as humanly possible. All right. So, don't negate the food side of it. Think about how grain. I grew up in the Midwest. How grains
0: are stored. You have horses. Hey, you got mold. <laughs> you got- I don't even feed them moldy hay. I mean, I check their hay before I feed it, and. Sadly, where it goes, everybody, the moldy hay that is to mean, you know, doesn't qualify for horse feed will go to be cattle feed. Yeah. Yeah. And what there are cattle farmers around here. You know, when I get a stack of moldy hay, you know, at the end of the season, I'll just post a little like who wants free hay and, mm-hmm. you know, and that gets that's in that food rotation. And this is, these are not the the same ranchers that I get my grass fed meat from <laughs> these, you know, I, because I don't want to eat that. Right. We don't want to eat. And, and that's unfortunate. So that's
1: my tip in, in mold. Love, right. love that heavy metals. Hang on a second.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Right. Sorry. <clears throat> I just got a tickle in my throat. Um, heavy metals. Where are they? there. Well, there are a lot of places they're in our food, water, air, they're everywhere. But let's look at water. Here's my tip for you guys, because I want to give you actionable steps. I want you guys to walk away from this podcast and go, Oh, my gosh, I can go to this website and I can look this up. So water is a really big uh, source of our heavy metals. And EWG.org There's a website, the Environmental Working Group. They've got thousands of uh, scientists that work there that are, you know, researching for the consumer. And what they have is a tab called water. We'll figure (laughs) within that tab. If you click on that tab, you can type in your municipality's zip code. And that will tell you what is in the water that's coming
0: into your tap. Knowledge is power. People take this tip and look and see. Right. And, and you, I can, I could tell you
1: filter, 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 but unless you know what is there, you know what to filter. You know, you don't know what type of filter that you need. And my other tip when it comes to water is everybody hears, you know, drink clean water, Get drink filtered water. Please do not drink out of a plastic bottles. Oh,
0: I love you.
1: Say awesome. that one again too, please. <laughs> Stop drinking out of plastic bottles. A, plastic bottles that you're using to put your filtered water into, or B, just buying plastic uh, water bottles. First of all, half the time, they're no better off than what you're getting out of your tap. But secondly, they're worse off because you don't know how long they've been sitting out in the sun or the heat or the exposure that they've gotten. And now they're leaching all of the the toxins from the plastic inside the water.
0: Oh, but Amy, what about BPA-free plastic? Because most of the water bottles now say that. Well, let's talk about that. (laughs) And you know that, you know, did, who was, who was the one in the group of all of us that pay so much attention to all of this walking around with her big glass water bottle at the conference two weeks ago,
1: stainless steel container, I fill up with my stainless steel container. Um, BPA free is great. We're taking a step in the right direction, but they replaced it with BPS, which is even more toxic than the BPA. So if you think you're doing good for your body by eliminating the plastic with the BPA free, please think again, it's not good. Do not use it. And it's not even good for the, the you know, environment.
0: No. And, it, and that's another point where I think, you know, tempers can flare because again, here, somebody thinks they're taking a step to do the right thing and make sure they're, you know, right. There you maybe you're using a refillable water bottle and it's that you've specifically got a BPA free one but it's not enough. It's just not enough.
1: It's not enough. Glass or stainless steel. those yes. are two good options there. All right. so we're filtering more than that. We want to filter the whole house. And if you are in a rental property, you are in something that you're leasing, it's temporary. You're like, "Mm, I don't know that I want to go to that expense. I have two options for you. Number one is Aquasana has a shower filter. So get it. They're having a
0: sale right now too. Maybe not by the time this airs. but
1: (laughs) And if you've got a link, share your link. Otherwise, I've got links on my website as well. Secondly, so that's a great option for you. And secondly, is there are many water companies out there that rent their equipment. So they Didn't will. Know you that. Yep, they're, they are down here in Arizona, mm-hmm. Boy, it's one of them. They will set you up with the stuff that you rented. I pay, I think we pay like, I don't know, $40, $45 a month for it.
0: That's and, amazing.
1: And then they replace, you know, equipment and all of that stuff. So um, check that out.
0: That's an option too. That is fantastic. And I know I don't want to make it longer because we are getting close to time, but I I can't stop myself. And I know you and I could talk for hours We can, (laughs) because I hear it all the time. So I have to throw this one back to you. Why do I need to filter my water out of my shower? I'm not drinking the water in the shower. All right. your skin.
1: And depending on the ingredients that you are using, are we okay? I got it. Yeah. Yep.
0: 20
1: seconds to two minutes. It takes for those chemicals to be absorbed into the skin, into the bloodstream. It can be actually detected. Okay. So
0: unless you're taking less than less than 20 seconds to take your shower, then the chlorine and the fluoride and the and, 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 and that's in your water is going to absorb into your body through your skin. Chlorine, chloramine,
1: fluoride, pesticides, pharmaceuticals, heavy metals, you name it. They are in preservatives. They are in the water sources and they are absorbing into our skin, the largest organ of our body. So please do me a favor. If all you do is put a shower filter on, please do that. You will notice the biggest difference with your skin and your hair immediately.
0: It is. It's fantastic. I had the opportunity to build my home that I'm in right now, and the, the, my favorite part of this home is my whole house water filter. It's it's just my favorite part. It is. It. Okay. okay. So infections. Tell us about infections.
1: Hidden infections are exactly that. They're mm-hmm. hidden. Right. So yep. the area that we're going to be looking at is the oral cavity. You could have had wisdom teeth pulled when you were younger and it just didn't heal up properly. Not that you have pain or anything like that, but there's a, a cavitation. And what happens is that bacteria is allowed to get into the bloodstream and it's just constantly feeding this negativity into the bloodstream and causing inflammation and disease inside the body that we're not even aware of. Maybe you had a root canal that didn't heal properly. My holistic dentist will not do root canals. And I, mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for that because. Many times, root canals release the bacteria into the bloodstream as well if they're not performed correctly. And you know, And so there, we're getting all kinds of disease and inflammation occurring because of that. Lyme disease is also considered a hidden infection. So it, it, with a hidden infection, this is the one where you really do need to go to a practitioner yep. that can... With you, you know, someone like you, Julie, or myself, that we're going to be able to walk you through the process of knowing whether we have something like that that we're
0: dealing with with the body. Yep. And I always say, you know, we start with the basics, right? We know we need to clean up our house and our water and our food and all those things that that you can do with or without the support of somebody like Amy or myself. And when you don't feel a hundred percent, when you've done all these things you know, then that is the time to find somebody who can really take you by the hand and get that extra testing done, find a functional medicine practitioner, a coach who can order you some lab and, and look, you know, dig deeper. I'm one who I like everybody to feel better as quick as they can. Not everybody can afford to hit every single area at once. Right. And so we, we go for the obvious. We know we're being exposed to all these things. Mm -hmm. And then if we don't move that needle, like we should, we look at those, the layers of the toxins, unless, you know, you know, if you know, you had a bullseye, if you know, you had mono as a kid, you might have Epstein-Barr that's active, that, things right. like that. But otherwise, yeah, it is, it's like a detective hunt. It really is like a detective hunt.
1: It truly is. And, and it's, you know, just it's it's generalizing what everybody needs, but then getting very specific. You know, we heard at the biohacking conference that the future is very personalized um, health, you know, because we know your gut microbiome is different than my gut microbiome, right? My, my skin microbiome is different than yours, my chemical and minerals and all of that is different than so what works for you might not be the answer for me. I'm
0: excited. It is exciting. It's exciting to have, you know, we, we know this in our circles, but it's exciting to have labs and, you know, medicine in general moving in this direction and catching up. It's, it's. Yes. It's not a one size
1: fits all answer because it's not.
0: So I want to cover, you talked about this general toxicity, which I'm guessing has something to do with all those household toxins and things you were talking about.
1: Yes. So think about it. When I got ready this morning, I took a shower. I washed my hair. I washed my face. I put, I used shampoo, conditioner. I used body wash. I even shaved my legs this morning. Wow, well, <laughs> you
0: probably smell really good.
1: <laughs> used deodorant. I put makeup on. I put, you know, found a conditioner or a moisturizer on my skin, used some hair product. You know, so I literally used about 200 different ingredients, chemicals this morning when I was getting ready. And this is what we're talking about with general toxicity. Do you know what's inside those products? Do you know what is in the products that you're using to clean your house, wash your dishes with, do your laundry with? You know, These are the things that we need to pay attention to because we're using them every single day. My friends, when I change what I cleaned my house with and what I did laundry with, guess what? my headaches stopped i have not had a migraine headache
0: for 8 years that's that is amazing amazing and i know you said you know it's a process but i'm going to remind the the listeners that you don't have to do this all at once you know this is no I, there are so many different ways to attack it you can go room by room you can go as you run out of a product to replace it with a you know do your homework first i always say Mm -hmm. Find, you know, what are you going to try? What do the research as to what's really clean? And I do love EWG.org for that. It's a great resource to shortcut. Good, Yes. Give us a better one.
1: EWG.org is fantastic. I gave you them for the water and they do have a lot of resources. However, when it comes to the products we use every day at home, they're lacking. They don't have them all in there. So think dirty. Okay. app you can download on your phone, literally thousands. And if your yeah. product is not listed, they even have MLM companies on there. So well, that- if your product is not listed, you can email them, they'll research it and they'll get it on and they will.
0: Wow. That's amazing. And I have to say, there are so many options for truly clean products now. I'm always the first to admit I'm not that good. I don't make my own household cleaners. I don't want to. I, I tried it once. I didn't like it. but now, but that was also years and years ago. Now it's there are just no excuses. It's just too easy to get your hands on clean products.
1: Now, one thing that I, I I will tell everybody, there's two things I'm going to say right now. Number one is I do offer, and I've got to look and see where it is on my website because I'll get you a link, Julie. I offer a live Zoom virtual call with me where we're, I'm going to have you open up your bathroom cabinets and I'm going to have you open up your laundry room cabinets and I'll help you identify what is bad, what is good, you know, what to replace them with. The second thing, and, and I do that, and it's it's $199, but you got me for the hour. Trust me, we will get through your entire house.
0: Wow. are a resource.
1: It is a great resource. Secondly, companies know we're looking for safe
0: products. Oh, greenwashing. Talk about greenwashing.
1: We, and so what they're doing is they're using words on the front of the packaging, just like they do with food. You know, fat-free, keto-friendly, Okay, great. But turn that around and start looking at those ingredients. And here's the problem when it comes to our personal care. They use those words, you know, dermatology, you know, tested, hypoallergenic.
0: Natural. Natural is a good one. Wow. Well, mercury's ma- not, na- lead's natural. I don't want it in my lipstick. Thank you.
1: In there. Exactly. They know that there's certain buzzwords, you know, that we are looking for. And they're using them in their marketing. The front of the package is marketing, my friends. Turn it around and read the label. When it comes to our cleaning products and, our, and many of our personal care products, they don't have to list everything. If you look at laundry soap, you look at your cleaners, your household cleaners, it will say active ingredients and list whatever those are. And then inactive ingredients,
0: 98%. So there's you- hidden stuff.
1: What do you do as a consumer? That's where the app like Think Dirty is hugely beneficial because they've gone to the website, they've gotten the list of ingredients and they've, uh, they've put it out there for you.
0: So- Great resource.
1: To turn it around. Because I have had, you do not know how many clients that I work with. They're like, but I've got, you know, what is it, Mrs. Myers or- uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that was one of my personal- frustrations because when I had no idea when I was just starting this, I, again, that's, I thought I was buying something that was truly clean. And I used, I used Mrs. Myers thinking I was doing my family a favor and okay. it just, it's, it's a pet peeve of mine. So I, I know, know you also have a, g- another gift. I know, you know, audience members can reach out and they literally can bring you into their home and go through their cabinets. That is so cool but you also have a free gift for the audience your toxic risk assessment and that link will be in the show notes you guys so you gave everybody so many tips on you know we where how we can address our water and what to look for and how to find and mold and metals and you know looking for infections and these general toxicities it's a lot. And I invite everybody to listen to this several times and, or take notes when you listen, because there's, there's so much gold in here, but I ask everybody at the end of the episode for one small step. So this may be hard for you. Cause I'm going to ask you to back it up of all the things you mentioned. If someone is really just starting out, what is the one doable action step they can take that can start to move that needle and improve their health?
1: Buy products that are fragrance free. Yes, not unscented, fragrance free. If if you see the, you want to see fragrance free on on the label, and if you've made that one step, you're it's huge. It is going to move the dial in a big way for you.
0: Oh my gosh! And more gold. I mean that is. I love that. Amy knows I am somebody who (laughs) if you aren't using fragrance-free products and you get near me, it's a problem for me. So I'm that sensitive. And and I think that's just such great advice. And I love the, again, not unscented. That's always driven me crazy. I buy something, I use it again, before I knew I would buy unscented thinking there's no fragrance in there and it would give me a migraine.
1: Yeah unscented here for your audience has all of the chemicals in it from the fragrance and then more chemicals added to mask the smell. So it's even more chemically burdened than the fragrance product.
0: There you go. Mm -hmm. Amy, thank you so much guys. Check Amy out that she is the toxin terminator. I have a feeling if I get my way, you are going to hear another episode with her in the not too distant future, but we've got to start taking control and taking control of the toxins in, on, and around us is such a great place to start to reclaim our health. Thank you for listening to Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity. Did you enjoy this episode? Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to get a transcript of this and every other episode, just head on over to inspiredliving.show or click on the link in this episode's description. There, you can also find everything we discussed in this episode, including links and information about our guest. You can even send in your questions to be answered by Julie in a future episode. That's inspiredliving.show. Until next time, this is Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, helping you take your power back.